and welcome to Over the Hub, the podcast that aims to provide you with a dose of midweek motivation to finish your week off strong. We're your hosts, Corey McGowan and Christopher Morgan, but please feel free to call him Chris. And this is episode 20, a recap of recent talks. In this episode, Chris and I will revisit some of our favorite conversations from the past 10 episodes. We'll discuss further the points that have really hit home and resonated with us. Enjoy. All right, this is it. It's uh, the big episode number 20 before we take our break for a couple weeks. And uh, yeah, this is awesome because we have the opportunity to dig back into the archives and really just surface some key messages throughout some of these conversations that uh, definitely would have had an impact on me and I'm sure for yourself as well too and definitely some of the listeners. So um, yeah, we could kind of start wherever. I'll I'll, I'll kick it off to you, Corey. Um, What was one of the conversations that left a big impact on you? Well, really, Chris, for me, I've got to go back a full 10 episodes, uh, back to your discussion with Almira Quizon. But I, I do need to focus in on accountability. It was a lesson that I've learned from, from Ali, and, and uh, I think it's one that you've certainly admired that she teaches. Um, and it comes back to, you know, wanting to care um, about the individuals on your team and, and wanting to hold yourself accountable and moving it away from its negative connotation. I think accountability can be seen as a scary thing and, and often is affiliated to reprimandation or um, lack of trying or lack of effort. And until you can look internally and, and really hold yourself accountable uh, based on the capacity that, you, that you're able to output, um, you're not going to succeed and you're not going to see it as an important tool as uh, to, to continue your personal journey without self-reflection, without accountability, things would just be kind of willy nilly. No. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think the big thing out of that conversation for me and for Ali, and you know, I, I mentioned it in that conversation as well too. Ali is a personal mentor of mine, mine and a great friend And, uh, you know, we constantly have conversations about this, and I think there's something to be said about the role of accountability in today's society. Uh, I know the point that I was really trying to illustrate is that I don't want to take away from, from actual victimhood, you know, because being a victim is a real thing. You can actually legitimately be... Um, heavily impacted by circumstances that you had absolutely no control over. But there is a difference between being an actual victim, and then there's a big difference between that and and just holding on to a victim mentality. You can have devastating things happen to you. It is your choice to decide whether or not you stay there. Now, it's so much easier to say than it is to put into action, but it's the reality of the situation. It truly is a choice. And as long as you could make that choice to not stay in that place, great things can happen. You know, accountability can pave the way for, um, you know, positive actions forward if you just own the reality of everything that's happening to you. And there's nothing more powerful than knowing that your destiny is ultimately in the hands of no one else but yourself. And just having that and embracing that mentality can work wonders for your future in and outside of work. Absolutely. And honestly, like shifting that mindset and, and nobody better in helping you shift the mindset than Ali. But I really think that if you can look inside, like you said, it, it uh, can speak volumes. Mm-hmm. 
All right, Chris. Uh, one of my other major favorite episodes in the in the last ten uh, was, pardon my French, fuck ups aren't fatal. Uh, uh-huh. And honestly, it's okay even, if it's French because in French, fuck is a seal, so you're good to go. Amazing, amazing. Uh, <laughs> I will have to. Uh, may validate that with our French listeners. Uh, <laughs> but what I, what I will say is what I really took away from that, Chris, and you, you really demonstrated it well, um, is that, you know, these fuck-ups don't define me. They are not who I am. And, you know, unless there's a traditional pattern of, of you know, the, the similar uh, fuck-ups, it really relates back to accountability at that point. Now you got to be accountable for those fuck-ups. Now you can be, you can own those fuck-ups. But, but, five by five, five by five rule. If it's not going to affect you in five years, don't spend five minutes worrying about it. Mm-hmm, yeah. No, I love that. And I think, um, I like how you made that link between accountability And then the other episode of Fuck Ups Aren't Fatal, because, you know, in order for you to fix those quote unquote fuck ups, it takes a certain level of accountability. That's where the journey truly starts. You know, what I was really trying to illustrate in that, um, again, there was a couple of analogies that I used, but it's one of those things where we take ourselves so seriously and for whatever reason, we go through life trying to paint this perfect picture of our of our identities, right? always coming off perfect and flawless. And I think that's what makes it so much more, the impact so much more, um, so much more great, so so much more powerful in a negative way um, is because we've created this expectation of perfection for ourselves. So when we deliver something outside of that, um, it is, it's like soul crushing, right? The reality is, and this is something that I had struggled with and honestly sometimes still tr- struggle with, um, is the idea of just letting go of, of, it's okay for me not to be perfect, right? And not even to strive for that uh, because perfection doesn't, even as an idea, doesn't exist. It's You have to allow for the mistake or making mistakes to be a part of your personal journey into being a better person. It's much better to know that, you know what, I'm going to make a mistake. Let me just do this anyway. And then I'm going to refine my process as I go through things. And then you switch things from, oh, I made a mistake. It's terrible. I'm never going to do it again uh, to a mentality of, oh, you know what? I can celebrate the fact that I started off in one place and now I can see the, the progress and I can give myself a pat on the back. Right. Um, so again, that also starts with accountability, but I thought it was important because, um, you know, for those of you that are listening, some of you, obviously I have some really great conversations with, and the majority of the content is kind of inspired from those conversations, those organic conversations that I have with colleagues, um, former business partners, friends, and family. So it's one thing that I know that we all go through. So I thought, I I thought it was a truly an important message to put out there and, uh, you know, just put some specifics uh, behind how you get over the hump in that regard. Really part of the journey, right? Uh, the process, the progress, however you want to really phrase it, it's really part of the journey and everybody's on their own journey. And, you know, positive actions are going to lead to positive habits, which are going to lead to less fuck ups. Yeah, exactly. Right. And I think, you know, like you were saying, it's the journey. So it's one of those things as opposed to um, 
thinking I'm going to fuck up less. You should be truly embracing, wow, I should fuck up more and get excited about the learning because that's the thing that actually refines the process and will lead you closer to that quote unquote idea of perfection. All right, Chris. Well, this is where we can bookmark it to be uh, PG once again. And yeah. I wanted to touch on who might be one of the most interesting men, non-trademarked, uh, Ben Lovett. What yeah, a conversation. Yeah. What a conversation. Uh, you had a chance to do this one live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you made a new friend, not just yeah. Ben. Yeah. <laughs> and what I really took away from that was, you know, Ben has something so alternative comparatively to anybody else in a a museum industry in a regular retail or business landscape and he's found a way to make it work but he's done some incredible storytelling Mm -hmm. and the importance of how storytelling with products um, that are so unique in nature is quintessentially important for the the survival of his of his business or of of your business if you are selling a alternative and unique product and you know when i listen to that podcast i i keep coming back to one major theme for me it was sacrifice for me it was sacrifice he put in the work if you will you know uh, i did say uh once upon a time you know you can't you know grow the muscles without doing the push-ups but you know he clearly is doing the push-ups right Mm-hmm. No, completely agree. And once upon a time, which was last week for you, when you said that, <laughs> I thought it was, um, I thought it was great because I thought it was very, it was, it was very relevant. You know, I think you know the one thing that we didn't discuss directly in that um, was um, the fact that Ben, I believe he's not just an outstanding person because of his entrepreneurial chops, which you know truly shocked me. I was like, oh, this guy's like the real deal. Like, he really knows how to do this. He really knows what it takes. He has a system. He has a process. He embraces risk. True entrepreneur. Um, I already had a lot of respect for him, but getting to know him in that way uh, really, really just kind of like turned it up a couple notches for me. The thing that we didn't discuss, though, uh, Ben is probably the most, like the, the sweetest, most genuine person that I think I've, ever had the pleasure of meeting and it was so interesting being in his environment in his space and seeing the community that he created as well too and just seeing how people gravitate towards him and you know they really embrace him um and not not even surprising after that conversation i literally wanted to go back to that museum every single day just to go spend time with him so i think that's another remarkable thing the fact that he can go through this he can sacrifice so much and still always have a smile on his face still always have enough left over to give to other people other than himself um and still get really excited and jazzed about what he's doing so that he wakes up and regardless of how difficult those days have been he goes through it again with a smile only to make it better better um, some other things that I thought were absolutely fantastic, like you talked about it, he he mentioned sacrifice, you know, and again, something that he said with a smile on his face. And I think this was echoed again later in Darren's conversation, which I'm sure we'll get to. Um, yeah, you, you, you got to do the push-ups. Um, you got to do the work. And sometimes you get in a situation where the first thing that's really important is asking yourself how badly you want something. And then you have to go back and look at your life and, you know, start assessing not only what do I have the capacity for, but also 
if I'm if I'm if I'm just like booked up, I have no more time left. I have no more money. What am I willing to give up to actually get to my objective? This is a step that you cannot skip. And I was really happy that he just kind of talked about some of those things in terms of, hey, look, sometimes I didn't know if I was going to be able to pay my bills, you know, but clearly it's worked out okay. And it is very niche business. He's been able to, um, you know, survive and still stay closed to kind of really elevate his vision. So by the time he opens up, things are really, really going to uh, turn out really good for him, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that. So good on you, Ben. It was a great conversation and uh, I can't wait to come back and, and see more of all the really cool stuff you got in there. I know that you've got a shrunken head on your wish list. Um, all right, Chris, just to kind of piggyback off of the conversation, which I've noticed in a lot of the podcasts lately, there's, there's been a, an overarching theme of kind of a personal relationship with discomfort. You need to be okay in your own skin. You need to be okay with your fatal flaws, you know, and I'm using air quotes. Um, and discomfort is something that is not comfortable to talk about. And I feel that, you know, the last few over the hump episodes have given us an opportunity to start to internally think about discomfort. And for me, it's not easy. You know, I, I've, I've always had an, uh, what I would deem a, a, an opportunity or a leg up in, in certain situations. And when there was something that was just, that caused me discomfort, I pushed that away. I don't want to do mm-hmm. that. Like that, that, that can worry about that. That's like pushing something to the bottom of your to-do list. And so I found myself doing that. And then recently, especially, you know, tuning in and, and listening and, and understanding that, you know, you can hold yourself accountable. You can, you know, weigh your capacity and still understand that it's okay to be, you know, uncomfortable with certain situations and you can encourage yourself and grow yourself to get past them. Yeah, for sure. I think it it boils down to, once again, the idea or this false kind of narrative that life is supposed to be perfect. I think it's the exact opposite. I think a lot of the things that we stray from are truly a part of the journey, like we talked about before, making mistakes. Um, and the other part of it is 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 just being uncomfortable. How are you actually going to find out what you're comfortable with if you don't actually push your boundaries and start testing yourself and start testing your limits the only way that you can do that um essentially is really just by going forward and being uncomfortable um and i think um that's something that that needs to be celebrated a little bit more i mean being uncomfortable in your own skin is okay and i think you would totally agree with me Mm -hmm. um i love when darren really opened up to us he really gave himself to us and talked about some of the vulnerabilities that, that he is okay with and I think that should speak volumes. Like we're talking CEO, we're talking founder, we're talking somebody who is successful in the eyes of, 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 you know, the overarching word of success, but he's also found success within himself. And he's, you know, in tune with his capacity. He holds himself and his team accountable. Um, and all the while being uncomfortable in, in tough situations and um, vulnerable. And I, and I really admire that about Darren. Well, I think what was really neat about Darren's conversation and why I was so excited to talk to him after the um, pre-recording session that I had with him is he has built a framework for 
dealing with some of these things and some of these emotional repercussions and whatnot, like just into his way of being. It's actually been there from for him personally, like as as a child, but it's definitely something that he goes back to, you know. So um, in that episode, uh, he definitely talks about having these. He says he is not afraid or he does not shy away from having these kind of like visceral emotional experience. And he he quotes I could quote him by saying that he cries often, right? And I thought it was so neat because he gave himself the opportunity to do that through meditation. So as opposed to him trying to turn his back on these things that are innately human and things that we need, um, you know, to keep us functioning and alive and well and learning and all of that stuff, as opposed to turning away from that, he's found a way to to kind of bring that into his world, deal with the aspects of it that may be quote-unquote negative, so that he can show up properly the next day as a leader um, or for his family. And I think that is the appropriate way to do it. Don't run away from it. We all know that when you push things down, uh, at some point they're going to fester and resurface into something so terrible. You might as well just deal with it, um, find your way to deal with it, um, to cope, to learn, and then come back even stronger. And that's what he does. All right, Chris. I couldn't agree more. But what uh, I would be remiss to to not mention is capacity, which we've talked about at length here, um, really came out of the the Vanessa Henry conversation. It really did. Mm -hmm. And um, it it even prompted its own episode. But, you know, when I look at the conversation with Vanessa, capacity is certainly a part of it. But I am humbled at her humbleness, quite honestly. Um, She fell in love with something that she was destined to fall in love with and pushed the norms. And now that's helping her make such a huge difference. And if you look at that from an overarching perspective, and it was brought up in the podcast, we see so many cultural stigmas and, and, you know, you need to be a doctor, you need to be a lawyer. I I guess that's the easiest, um, you know, example that comes to mind. Um, And I remember, I remember when I was in 11th grade, 12th grade, and I had a guidance counselor, and I won't mention any names, but um, that guidance counselor told me that, Corey, you are good at science. You need to go into science. That was, that was her answer to me. And I remember that my friend said, said you're good at uh, the arts. You need to go into English. And this is coming from Sudbury, Ontario. You know, not a small town by any means, but certainly not Toronto, not, not the same demographic as Toronto. So it was, it was science or it was arts. And I feel like that is on such a broad spectrum that we're not allowing ourselves to emotionally invest ourselves into the things that could be our passion. No, yeah, 100%. And I think... Um... You know, I think when we talk about embracing uncertainty, that was Andre's episode. I think he really talks about that. But I do want to, um, you know, circle back to Vanessa because that was a great conversation. Vanessa's a great person. And I just love the way that she thinks. I love the way that she applies herself to her work. I love the way that she applies herself to her community and just gives and gives. Um, The one thing that you're talking about, though, that does directly relate back to um, the conversation with Vanessa is that she does talk about how to receive advice. And I just really loved her output on that, um, where she essentially said, everybody's advice is always good. So she will listen to any advice that she gets. 
Um, but then she said something along the lines of, it's a matter of, of, of the timing and the placement of the advice of when it's relevant. The only person that really gets to decide that is you. So along the way, when she was feeling the most stressed, uh, when she was really trying to make a difference and, um, you know, just through her kids matter, uh, movements and whatnot, uh, she was getting a lot of advice to go a certain route that was going to cause a lot of work and, you know, it was something that she just couldn't do. So she took all of that advice and she kind of parking, put it in the parking lot. And she knows that she's going to go back to that archive of advice when the time is right. But she knew for where she was at when she was able to assess her capacity. She was um, able to relook at where she was at and then, you know, go in a different direction that was still going to make an impact. But now it wasn't being measured up against other people's expectations. It was actually all framed around what she was actually able to do and give. And that uh, gave her, um, you know, a lot of reach in her personal and professional life. And I thought, um, no, there was a lot of really good learning in that conversation for sure. You know, I've, I've talked to you about this and I haven't talked to our listeners about it, but, but self-awareness and self-reflection. I mean, we talked about self-reflection earlier with Ali, but um, self-awareness and self-reflection, they're not the same thing. They are not the same thing. You know, self-reflection is, is exactly kind of what Vanessa is doing here and looking back on, on these advices in this case, uh, later on, where self-awareness is really an in-the-moment thing, right? And so she actually demonstrated both of them without ever uttering the words. And I think that the more self-aware, and that's in the moment, and the more self-reflective, that's after the fact, that we can be in our day-to-day allows us to make, you know, sound decisions. It also, and there's a soundbite from Vanessa that, that I love from you, was it allows us to keep our eyes, our ears, and our heart open for opportunity. If we're self-aware and, and we're self-reflective, we will ultimately, especially if you're holding yourself accountable um, and respecting your capacity, if I'm really going to tie it all together here, um, you're, you're ultimately going to put yourself on a path and a journey for success, right? Yeah, for sure. Couldn't agree more. You know, I think there may be a whole other episode around self-awareness that we could talk about. That's an important one. It's definitely an important one. Uh, I I think we should, I think before we get to like one of the other ones, let's, let's talk about the Andre one. Cause I think that was, that was actually a great episode as well too. You know, Andre who walked away from a life from his perspective that would have been a little bit more prescribed and had to assess some other options, you know, and I think that was an important one because we often go through life and this is, this is what we had gotten down to in the, in the conversation. You know, we get to a point in life where we limit our own options, right? And we start to operate within binaries or we just think there's only option A and B without using our creativity and going back to it and just thinking, well, if I were to do these things, will I have more options and what will those options be? You may not have as much of a clear picture within those options. They may be a little bit more uncertain, um, but it doesn't mean that you should turn your back on them. They might be things that you can entertain. So I love that about um, Andre's conversation because, again, a life that was that was very much so little bit more cookie cutter and he makes a point within that episode to say that you know some people like that it's great for them it's not necessarily great for me so i had to think of something else uh, throughout his journey he decided to start off by traveling abroad he took in the advice of other people you know friends and family like vanessa was saying and through that he was able to find a different version of his future and a different version of his, of, of himself and he learned a lot about himself 
And this is why I wanted to jump on that really quickly because, you know, you're talking about self-awareness and I think that actually marries up really well with some of the things that Andre was saying because truthfully, you know, people think that, well, or I should just phrase it this way. If you think that you can gain a healthy sense of self-awareness just by your own self-reflection, you're wrong. It's actually a combination of how you see yourself and the impact of what you do and say on others and how they perceive you. Where you lie is somewhere in between. If you're willing to be open to that, you'll have a better awareness of yourself. And then you'll start to be able to play around with your with your options and your opportunities, as Andre did, uh, to land on something that might be a little bit more uncertain, but definitely a lot more personally gratifying. Yeah, 100%. And I... I... Certainly agree with the sentiment of, you know, you, you, you are wrong if you think that that's the case in point. Like, mm-hmm. you need to put the work in to help yourself understand yourself. Nobody's perfect. I, I am not 100% self-aware. I am not 100% self-reflective. Um, heck, half the time, I'm not even 100% politically correct. But um, <laughs> what's important is we, we learn from those opportunities. We we put the time in to hold ourselves accountable to um, who we really are as, as, as a person, right? Like Andre stepping away from, you know, this prescribed life is monumental and it goes to show you that it can be done. Heck you could be listening to this podcast right now and working in a stock room at a retailer or a kitchen at a restaurant, or you could be um, job to job doing, something to the effect of cutting lawns and, and, and shoveling snow in the winter. And that doesn't define you. It doesn't mean that's what you're destined to do. And I mean, that comes right back to, to Vanessa, right? Like you'll find your destiny if you put your heart into it. Um, and then you can start to make a difference. And if that's what you want to do, that's great. Listen, not everybody's going to be a CEO, CFO. You have to... Be brave enough to define what success looks like for yourself, period, right? That shouldn't be measured up or compared to anybody else in the room, in your home, in society. What do you want out of life? And let that be your measurement for success. And then weigh yourself against that. That's how simple it is. You know, it's funny being someone that's grown up in, um, I would say, in the business world, quote unquote, uh, it often gets lost on me sometimes how how you can easily easily systematically start to just you know set expectations and set lofty goals and whatnot. And Andre said something that was very interesting, you know, that kind of goes against my conventional business upbringing. Uh, he said, you know, you kind of gotta let go of of like expectation, you know what? I thought it was just such an, an interesting comment. And, you know, I think the way that I apply that to my world is that, you know, you got to just keep yourself open to what the possibilities are, you know? And I think you have to really truthfully look at your relationship to your expectation and then kind of go from there. Uh, because it's one of those things, you know, when you talk about happiness, sadness, um, or disappointment or, you know, the recognition of achieving some kind of success, a lot of that is framed around an expectation that you yourself have created. So it's important to make sure that whatever that expectation is, um, one, once you've set it, 
it's got to be something that works for you, something that is going to be attainable for you, something that lies within your, your values, something that just makes sense for you. And once you have that, you know, understand that it's okay if it changes, right? As you, as you learn, as you grow, don't be so fixated on it where if, you know, going back full circle, you end up making some fuck ups or some mistakes. I mean, it's not a big deal because all you got to do is just dust yourself off and try again. A hundred percent. And, and ultimately, you know, you're, you have the ability to set those um, expectations for yourself and you need to be looking at the capacity that you have for those expectations. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do want to talk on, on the mind, body and spirit because I got back into running this week. Uh, it's a quick 5k, uh, a little hurt earlier in the summer and, uh, I'm feeling great now. And, and it, it really, <laughs> Darren inspired me to go for a run. Thank you, Darren. Um, and he was so right that when you start to invest in yourself, um, you know, good things start to happen. Right. And, you know, I know we talked about it at length in the podcast, but like, what are you doing right now to invest in yourself? Because, the, the running component for me is helping. Um, a, a solid sleep schedule right now is, is helping. Um, I've got my, my sleep down to seven hours. I'm happy with seven hours as I'm feeling energized. Uh, I still have my coffee routine. My coffee routine. Routine is part of who we are as well, right? So, um, but like, what are you doing right now for, because that's point, that point from Darren really, really sat with me. Yeah, no, I think, you know, everybody has different ways of being able to nourish themselves. And um, I've rekindled my love for reading i just love information like i can read anything at any time anywhere and really just like dig into something and i think that's been the biggest thing for me now which has been but which has been a very important part of just um you know keeping my energy up and keeping my mind active at the right times i read a ton constantly reading articles whether that be in in fashion or you know human resources or the harvard business review constantly reading those because i find them uh, very intriguing and i find that i learn a lot from them obviously it's um you know uh, when you have something like a podcast you want to make sure that you have enough inputs to be able to think about content in many different ways so that you can actually output those things to the listener uh reading tons of business books and fiction and nonfiction. I read in different languages before I go to bed as well, too. I think that's also super important just to, um, it's interesting for me because I feel that when you're reading in a different language or just speaking a different language, your whole persona changes. I just love that Darren brought our attention to that space. And, uh, I agree with you when I read in different languages like Italian or French, I need a glass of wine. Um, (laughs) All right, Chris. Um, So to wrap things up, I think that this, this short journey here, the last 10 episodes has been out of this world. It's just incredible. We've talked to some incredible people. I've been, uh, I've had the the great opportunity to join you. So thank you for having me. Thank Um, you for being here. And, you know, I, I can't wait for the, expansion of of what we've got to come i know that we've had some great dialogue i i, I want to kind of leave everything on a cliffhanger here um <laughs> and, and i'm excited to to know that the over the hump podcast and 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 the content that's going to be associated with it is just going to be um just incredible for for all of our listeners 
Yeah, 100%. And I think the other thing that's important for everybody that's on the team now is that we genuinely want to create some great content for all of the listeners, but we also want to engage with content that's going to be exciting for us. So I think it's fantastic that we get the best of both worlds. Um, You know, I'll be honest, you know, sometimes creating some of these things and coming up with the schedules and whatnot, it is extra work on top of what we're already doing. Um, so it is something that has to be gratifying, I think, for all of us in order for it to have the right impact. And hopefully all of the listeners are truly believing and, and feeling the impact of some of that. I can't wait to truly engage some of our social media platforms and offering a variety of different types of content to all of the listeners and just more ways for all of the listeners to be able to interact with that. We, with us, uh, my apologies, we want more of that. We want to hear from more people. Uh, we want to interact with people that we don't know we want suggestions in terms of who we should talk to who we can talk to we will take anything just reach out we're here Corey and i and the rest of the over the hump family are so excited for what we have in store for you we'll be taking the next few weeks to finally build up our presence on instagram and just provide everybody an additional platform uh, to interact and engage with us A big thank you to all of the listeners that have tuned in thus far for every episode. And if you haven't had the opportunity just yet, make sure that you give us a follow on Instagram at OTHCA. That's at OTHCA. Starting Monday of next week, we'll be really engaging full tilt on that platform. If you've missed a couple of episodes, no worry. You have two weeks to catch up while we build our website behind the scenes. You can head to overthehump.podbean.com. That's overthehump.podbean.com for the full archive of great discussions with absolutely fantastic people. Until then, we wish you success for the rest of the week in whichever way you define it. Take care.